What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? Um, it is 7-11. Today is 7-11. What day it is? I think it's Tuesday still for a little bit. Um, good day. Went to the gym. I actually had enough energy to do it this morning. I am like so like the pre-workouts that I've been taking is just so gross to me. Everything just tastes nasty. I wish they had like some really good pre-workout. I've tried like pre-workout gummies, the powder, etc. The gummies just don't hit as hard as the liquid. The powder works good, but just the thought of taking pre-workout powder is like, ugh. I just hate it all. Like I wish there was like a pre-workout patch, but knowing me and my sensitive skin, it break me out. It's just, it's just no winning, man. And there's no natural, you know, uh, crap when it comes to being hyper, just naturally hyper and on a natural high. I mean, I guess it's possible. I don't know. let's see what this news is talking about mark zuckerberg is training with ufc champions israel whatever and alexander whatever uh i'm assuming they're gonna really fight i don't know mark zuckerberg zuckerberg does look like an android so who knows let's see what else we got According to reports, a man claiming to have a gun is barricaded in the Caesars Palace hotel room in Las Vegas. He's allegedly holding a woman against her will and chucking large items through a window. When officers arrived at the scene, the man bolted into <coughs> into a room. Authorities are telling people to clear the area and to take cover. Um, I don't know if there's been any newer developments, but. So Usher Raymond's ex-wife, Tamika Foster, starts a petition to drain Lake Lanier following the death of her son, which that lake, which is in Georgia, has claimed a lot of lives. Um, A lot of people think it's haunted. So, yeah. A woman has been fatally shot in the head at Fort Worth, Texas area road in a reported road rage incident. Crazy. Nebraska mom pleads guilty to giving daughter pills for an abortion and helping helping bury the fetus. Bank America accused of opening fake accounts and charging illegal junk fees. Not shocking. It's just like I'm just going down the timeline, like reading random news at this point. The timeline is it's giving a lot of random news. Normally it doesn't. Black Panther is starting a action adventure video game. 
I'm not unless it's shooting I'm not into them like games like that like I don't want to be clawing people and all that although I did play Tomb Raider I mean I play some really cool games or you have to be stealthy or something like that you to be silent. I mean, it's been cool, but like, nah, I'm just in the running and gunning now. Once you start playing like Call of Duty and stuff like that, you don't even have to like quietly sneak up. You can just go around shooting people, and it's really good for stress. I ain't gonna lie. Um, for some reason, Vaseline is trending. Interesting. Don't know why it's trending, but I don't know. I don't want to know. Something about slugging, and it doesn't sound right, so I'm gonna just let that go. Um, what else is going on? I guess Andrew Tate had an interview on Tucker Carlson. He said, if you're naive enough to believe that there are good guys and bad guys in wars, and it's simple as good and bad, you need to do a little more investigation. Andrew Tate sums up the depressing life men are being programmed to lead. Andrew Tate having an interview on Fox News is not shocking but a lot of people love them top G I guess everybody needs a a mascot right I honestly don't know enough about them I know a lot of people hate them that's all I know but that's really all I know about the dude and that he obviously going to jail So a six-year-old Miami girl fought off a kidnapper. She bit him. I'm proud of the little mama. Let's see what she says. And then where did he come from? It happened last Thursday on Northeast 2nd Avenue while Lyric and her sisters were playing outside. Police say the man in this surveillance video grabbed the girl who then fought back. When he came and grabbed you, did you scream? Yes. And then what'd you do? Yeah, I him. And then what? Then he slapped me and threw me on the floor. Not only did she get away, she also got a good look at the attacker. What did he look like? Got black hair with Jesus earrings and white clothes. Police later arresting Leonardo Venegas, who's wearing that cross earring in his mugshot. The little girl crediting her mother for teaching her to think fast. I told her, don't talk to strangers, and if anything happens, just try to pick up something that's close to her and just, you know. Over here? Then my sister's And then where did he put it? Venegas now facing kidnapping and child abuse charges with officers calling Lyric's actions smart and brave. We're thankful that she, you know, did enough to save her life. Listen, if you seen Lyric, that guy wasn't smart because I would not. Lyric had beads in her hair. It's some little girls you do not mess with. And she'd be one that I would not pick. Lyric is not one of them kids that you want to try, okay? And the kidnapper, I don't know what he was thinking, 
but she didn't look like the one that you want to try to kidnap like Lyric looked like she would fight you so the guy was not smart but I am glad that she got away dozens of northeast beaches have been closed due to high fecal contamination is this why I just really don't need to go to the beach this year y'all because the more and more between the sharks and the fecal and the seaweed it's just like come on see what else we got going on here not not a drunk something and my voice went completely down um yeah the news is not too gory today thank goodness dog the bounty hunter launches a homophobic tirade saying we don't need no more sissy men and i'm like dog the bounty hunter (laughs) has a whole mullet and he's not what i think of as masculine but that's just me you know what i'm saying it's like dog the bounty hunter dude I don't know what happened with the Caesar's Palace story that was like seven hours ago, but I've heard nothing else about it. Like there, there have been no update. So they found Aretha Franklin's will in her couch and deemed it valid, and it was a big win for two of her sons. So I don't know if Aretha, which I could see Aretha doing something like that, hiding her will in the couch, but she did it she did it um naomi osaka and corday welcome the baby girl that's the tennis player girl if you guys care jamie fox is saying saving the day in the shy he recovers a lost purse so he's out uh playing golf returning purses yeah He's doing it all. I have a story time on him, so I'll elaborate on that later. Um, let's see what else we got. Yeah, it's really not. I mean, we don't want to talk about Zelensky none of that crap I was trying to see if um, I can find an update on that Caesars Palace thing but I guess I could just google it do we care enough yeah let's see because there was nothing else going on Yep, he's in custody. They got the guy. No, you guys were worried. They got him. Let's see what Reddit is talking about. Women are up first. What is one of the most disturbing or cringe things you've read on a man's dating bio? 
honestly don't really read dating bios because I feel like they're a lie. So I'll see what you guys are talking about. Are you looking for a real man who is ballsy and will breed you full of children? Are you feminine, smart, and positive? If so, swipe right. And I only date eight, nines, tens, and ten out of ten. His job was listed as ballsy guy who gets what he wants. <laughs> I bet you he gets girls. In a photo, one guy held up a sign that said he loves eating P-O-S-S-Y. And the second pic was his kids holding a similar sign that said date our dad. Wow. Wow. I want to know what happened to his first wife or whoever. Somebody said, I lead you follow. Be okay with it. That was his thing. I don't know why it bothers me, but when people have pictures of their kids in their dating profiles, not yeah, I think that's strange too, because it's like, you can say you have children, but you don't even know where this is going and you just already out there like doing that. Yeah, definitely cringe, cringeworthy. See what else we got in here. What cheap food would you eat still, no matter how rich you got? I think I've answered this before, but for me, it'd be like peanut butter and jelly. I haven't had a grilled cheese in a long time, but I would if I had to get enough bread. Somebody said ramen. I've never been a fan of ramen because it's so salty. Somebody said taquitos, rice and beans, macaroni and cheese. My macaroni and cheese is homemade, so it's not cheap. Because I do like the heavy whipping cream and all that. And heavy whipping cream is expensive as heck. Baked potato. Love a good baked potato. Tacos. This stuff is like not, I mean, it's depending on how you eat it. I wouldn't really consider most of that cheap. <laughs> what is the stupidest thing you've ever done to try to be cool? It's too many to name, but. My best friend can attest to this, and that was me cutting my own hair, which I've done it a few times. I, I Something's wrong with me to, like, I hate going to salons. I even hate, like, getting a pedicure, like, my birthday's coming up, and I need one. But to me, that's not pampering to me. Like, I get so bored. I hate salons. Like, I normally do everything myself. Like, I wax myself. I dye my own hair. I do it all and just... It's not even just be cool. It's just I hate going to places. I hate barbershops. I hate them all. Like, I don't like waiting. So, I'd be like, I can do it myself. But I wouldn't say to be cool, but to save money and look cool. Um, Somebody said, got pulled over for playing my stereo car. My car stereo too loud. Took the ticket, turned it back up. Took another ticket, turned it back up. Third ticket, turned it back up. Spent the night in jail. That was dumb. Spill my drink to hide that I peed on myself. (laughs) Dang. But didn't you still smell like pee though? When I was in third grade, I climbed a tree to get a friend's kite down. I had a crush on her when I was up pretty high. A branch broke. I fell and broke my arm. I went home acting like everything was cool and cried like a bee as soon as I go. (laughs) Yeah, when you fall hard and then you you don't want to act like you hurt, boy, that stuff. That be cracking me up though. 
Winter party, chugged six Mike six Mike's hard lemonades and threw up for several hours. Nobody else at the party was even drunk. One wearing sunglasses indoors and at night. I, I do not understand why people do that. I'm also anti sunglasses. Unless I'm like on the beach and the sun is like directly beaming in my eyes. I do not like sunglasses. <laughs> And my husband will attest to this. He bought me sunglasses because he likes me to wear them with him. And I don't, I hate wearing them. <laughs> and he'll get so mad at me because he's like, he literally bought me like three pairs of sunglasses. And I was like, I mean, cool, but I don't even like wearing sunglasses, dude. Because I wear glasses in real life. So I don't want to wear sunglasses unless I absolutely have to. And I think people that don't wear glasses don't understand that. So that's a great a pet peeve of mine. But yeah, when you're when you're down there with a girl for the first time, what do you do when it reeks? What? What is wrong with y'all? Let it be a lesson. Always start with the finger. That way you can do the sne- the sneaky sniff check. If it's thing, you should already be knowing, right? Turn into Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) Some of these are crazy and I'm not going to read it because some of y'all are gross. What embarrassing secrets do you know about your exes? It's too many to name, but I'm going to be nice and not put them out there today. It's too many. So I'll just read somebody else's. She accidentally got knocked up in high school and tried to sleep with me and two other kids because we looked rich. She told my friend that this not knowing we were friends and I think about it to this day because she's with my cousin now. She was she was in a five way and got completely left out. Dang. She had sex with one of her professors to see if she could. I had an ex that thought there were eleven months in a year. She was a college graduate. I really hope she took that secret notion to the grave. My ex had her sexual awakening while watching the scene of Woody being refurbished in Toy Story 2 and has masturbated to it. Weird. She had an affair with a doctor, then with another doctor to her defense. She didn't know the doctors were married. How do you have an affair? I mean, is was it her doctor? That's, that's strange to me. Hmm, that's weird. Let's get into some story times, though. So I got plenty for y'all. Basically, I met this person on tic- uh, Tinder. I almost said TikTok. I met this person on Tinder. That should have been a red flag to begin with. Long story short, everything's going great. About, I would say, maybe our second date into this whole thing, we figured we was going to go get matching tattoos and spend the rest of our lives together. Two years go by, we ended up having a fucking son or whatever who was born 
in February, which was the moment my life changed forever. I was happier than I could ever be. Turns out he had autism, which made it even better. Like, I love this boy so much. Like, I know that don't make a lot of sense to a lot of people, but he was just different, and I knew it from the beginning, and he had my heart. So that's where I was at, just hell-bent on just being a dad. It's hard to even get into where it all took a turn for the worst, but long story short, before the kid is even six months, old i get child support papers in the mail mind you this woman's living with me and her five-year-old daughter from her previous marriage i got them both living with me whatever she not working i'm taking care of the whole family and not a problem that's what men are supposed to do i enjoyed it every bit of it still nothing was ever good enough we live in a house not an apartment in san diego and she was a stay-at-home mom I would figure anybody would be happy in that situation. You got a loyal man. Like, I would never cheat on this woman for the simple fact I knew that that was risking losing my kids. So, that wasn't an option. I had no interest. But, lo and behold, I was always accused of cheating. And it was always something just on both ends. A lot of insecurity and jealousy. And, and that's where... It was just, it was a very toxic situation, unhealthy for an environment for kids to be raised in, always arguing, always fighting. And and no matter what, I would have stayed and tried to make it work with this person, but it was just never enough. Come to find out it was her husband, her ex-husband, that took her to file child support papers on me when he wasn't paying child support. I'm over here raising his daughter in my house on my own with no help not from the mom not from the dad nothing that's that's cool whatever still stayed with her she gets pregnant again thanks to covid so now we got two covid babies and maybe there'll be a part three but i'm just exhausted even reflecting on how the whole situation went down and everything it was just a bit much i was always in competition with her ex and everything it just felt like you know what i mean just always telling her you need to have boundaries with this person and it was just never acknowledged like it was just all a joke to her she never took me serious and it broke my heart so um we Anyway, to finish it up, long story short, don't be just running around getting anybody pregnant that you don't know. Stay your ass off of Tinder if you're looking for something serious and be cautious. Be very, very cautious. Protect your energy. You guys stay blessed. Just know everything didn't work out in my favor. Ultimately, I ended up just giving up because it was weighing too heavy on my mental health and I didn't have the mental capacity to fight any longer. So... I gave up. She wins. And I just have to just figure out how to move on from here. You know, so that's where I'm at. Peace. Love you guys. Well, that was a sad story. Two little girls who raise hard questions about crime, mental illness, and women in prison. Lindsay sang in the choir at church, a college graduate who worked at a dentist's office while living at home with her parents. She helped nurse her mother through a brain tumor. An ideal daughter in a very Christian family. On visiting day, her younger sister, Lacey. Then mom and dad come. Mom is a travel agent. He's the manager of an automotive dealership. Every Sunday, 
this has become their church. Father in heaven, we're thankful for this day. You know, as a parent, you can imagine a lot of things that might happen to your child that you don't want to happen. Daddy loves you. But you don't ever think about this. This, the life that began one day at home when Lindsay's mother walked toward her laundry basket. She did the unthinkable. Lindsay loved Local coverage descended on the story of the newborn twins found there no longer alive. The parents didn't even know their daughter was pregnant. This is a police tape of Lindsay Lowe. She says to keep them quiet, she put her hands over the baby's mouths. Lindsay's parents and lawyers say it's clear she had a psychotic break. She wasn't hiding the crime. She left the babies at home. It's dissociative symptoms, confusion, delirium, and stupor. She was on suicide watch after her arrest. Then, after the verdict. We, the jury, found the defendant guilty of first-degree felony murder. She turns toward her stricken family and mouths, I'm okay. The 26-year-old woman will not even be able to see a parole officer until she is 85. Hmm. So that was just talking about like mentally ill people and all that stuff and they'll be in prison. Um, I think postpartum depression is really hard to understand. I think that by the time most people that know that they're depressed, it can sometimes be too late. Um, that's why, I mean, knowing who you are, knowing yourself is it's very challenging because we live in such a world where... We have to do so much, be so much, and we don't really get to check in with our own selves personally. And I think that's so important, like to make time, a long time for yourself. See where you are, see who you're trying to be, because yeah, trying to take care of other people, you can snap, you can break down <clears throat> if you don't stay, you know, up, up on your mental health and where you are and just communicating your feelings. like. Her just being able to say she might have been overwhelmed as a mother to somebody maybe could have helped her, but a lot of people just don't even know how to ask for help or they're afraid they'll be judged. Like I said, the whole postpartum depression thing is still, it's hard for me to understand, but I know that people have it. So TMZ is reporting that Jamie Foxx is currently out of the hospital and check out the videos they posted of him playing golf in Naperville, Illinois. Okay, so in this video, because we're going to play two clips, it's just somebody shooting video of Jamie Foxx, because listen, I ain't going to lie to you. The moment I was playing golf in Naperville, Illinois, and I saw Jamie Foxx, you darn right I'm pulling out my camera. Now, according to TMZ, he was in good spirits, and uh, while he was here playing golf at Top Golf, he was also waving to people who were passerbys on a boat. They also have video of him earlier today on a boat himself, basically waving at everyone who basically passed him by. So it looks like he's actually doing pretty good, which kind of makes me think about that one story that Jason Lee had produced a month ago in regards to Jamie Foxx. Now, I'm not saying it's real. I'm just saying. Just listen. You know, well, apparently, from what I heard from a source, was that the week right before this stroke happened, Jamie was in court. 
in a federal court sequestered with Leonardo DiCaprio and a list of other people because he was involved with a person, Praz, from the Fugees, who was involved with that big scam. Now, that scam involved Leonardo DiCaprio, allegedly, Praz, uh, and Kamora Simmons' husband, Tim Leisner. Now, Tim Leisner was the banker who was the person that put this whole $100 million deal together, whatever, to scam hundreds of millions of dollars, whatever. Now, I'm going to tell you the story because there's so much here that I want to get into. And again, this could be a conspiracy theory, but so could a stroke. Now, I highly encourage you to watch the rest of that video on Hollywood Unlocks page on YouTube because it kind of makes sense. You can actually sequester witnesses. We've discussed that in the YNW Melly case, specifically today when they wanted one of the witnesses to be sequestered. So it happens all the time. Now, could Jamie Foxx have faked a medical illness in order to get out of his sequestration for that hearing with Tim Leisner and that, that $100 million scheme? Possibly. Because at this point, the man looks great and we still have no information about what happened a month ago. So check out that video by Hollywood Unlocked because I feel like it. there's something to it. There's something to it. So he's either a clone or he was sequestered, but he does look good, whoever he is. Y'all see this guy right here? I have been talking to this gentleman. This gentleman's name here is Eric. But when I first met him online, he had under his profile that his name was Marcus. We go, we meet, we have drinks. We met on Memorial Day. It was a good time. It was a good vibe. He told me the reason why he put a fake name on his page is because he has a stalker and should be stalking him, which didn't make sense to me, but I just kind of went with it because he, he was cool. So I had my friends and my coworkers do like this investigative like shit on him to be like, oh, he fuck with white girls. And I'm like, I'm not saying him fucking with white girls is a bad thing. I'm just saying that the men who do mess with white girls, it always be some mess. Like, I refuse to date a black man who date white women. That's just me. My preference. But I gave it a chance. I gave it a chance. So everything was cool. We was vibing. So we was vibing. The energy was like real fire between us. Like, it was like... To me, I felt like really good energy, good vibes. So he came over. I invited him over. He came over and was talking about my TV being mounted. And I'm like, I really want my TV mounted. He was like, I'll mount your TV for you. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so nice. That's cool. I talked to him up until getting the mount. He told me what type of mount to get and everything like that. And then when it was time for him to mount the TV, he flaked on me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, you know, another opportunity. He, I got off of work at 7, 7.30. He texts me at 7, like, what you doing? This was the day he was supposed to come out my TV. He like, what you doing? I'm like, when I got off of work from the hospital, I hit him up like, you know, hey, what's up? I'm calling him because I'm like, you know, this was the day we rescheduled for him to come. Nothing. Didn't hear from him. Nothing at all. So I'm like, calling him and calling him and calling him. I'm like, what the fuck? So I just dropped it. I was disappointed, but I but I dropped it. Then, fast forward, it's his birthday. 
I hit him up and I'm like, you know, I was just really disappointed in what happened and blah, 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 and what's going on. And he acted like he cared, but he was out on his birthday. So I guess I can kind of get it. But more of the story is he flaked. So I was mad about him flaking on me. Cause like, why would you say you're going to do something? Send me stuff of what I need to mount my TV and all that just to not do it at all. So I was really mad at him for that. But nonetheless, I was like, okay, well, fine, fuck it. You don't got to mount the TV. I'll find somebody else to mount the TV. Like, I know other Negroes who I can eventually call to mount my TV. But I was like, you know, come through and kick it. Came through and kicked it. Whoop-de-whoop. Energy was still, you know, fire. So, then, he just ghosts. Then there, ghosts. And I'm like hello what's going on like i'm so confused because in person we do have really great energy together but like when we're not together he don't answer his phone i noticed that when we do talk on the phone it always sounds like he like in the car and he'd be like well i'm about to go into the house but when he about to go into the house then he want to hang up then he invoked this new rule of i need to text him before i'm about to call him so he can let me know if he is ready to talk. And my friends was like, this is signs that he got a bitch. So I'm like, ask him, like, you know, do you got a bitch? Do you got a woman? Do you got a, it's no, 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 no. I'm going to die alone. I'm going to be alone. This, that, and the other. He don't got no woman. But what type of person do you know how to rules? Like, anybody else, I could just call randomly, like, hey, girl, what you doing? Blah, 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 blah. But I have to text him to tell him I'm about to text him. I have to text him, sorry, I have to text him to tell him that I'm about to call him. Is that not given he got a bitch? So then, fast forward, we stop talking and I random hit him up. And we start back talking these last couple weeks. And it's just, he don't want to talk on the phone. But he want to text me the whole time. But I'm like, I feel like we have a miscommunication through text. And I'm like, you know, what's the problem? Like, come over, whatever. So then he'll say he's on his way. And then don't come. And my friend is like, because he got a bitch. He thought he could get out the house. And then couldn't get out the house. So then that's why he texts you like, good night. And I'm like, what the f-? I'm like, so what is it? Because people make time for the people they want to kick it with. For the people they want to, you know, meet with. If you are on a dating app or dating or whatever the case like why are you not dating like why are you not linking up with the person like I'm like do you not like me do you not fuck with me like what's the issue and then he like you just gotta chill you coming on strong how am I coming on strong because I'm holding you accountable because you said you was gonna do something and didn't do it how am I coming on strong because I'm like you said you was going to come over and then text me goodnight. And then I'm disappointed and upset because it's like, damn, you said you was going to come through and it didn't or switch. And then then you just randomly go to bed and you just go to bed every night, like 839 o'clock. That makes no sense to me. So eventually I was like, you know, just fuck it. Just fuck it. So, I guess I'm just trying to figure out, like, like, am 
I in the wrong or is he in the wrong? Like, was my expectations of this person too much? Although we just kind of met and was kicking it or like him flaking on stuff like that. Is that a character flaw? Because to me, I feel like that's a character flaw. Like, don't say you're going to do something and not do it. And that's not saying to the men that a woman want to be in a relationship with you or run off into the sunset with you. It's just like, if you say, I'm going to do this for you and don't do it, we're going to feel some type of way. If you say, I'm going to come over and then don't come, a woman's going to feel some type of way. If you say X and then Y happens, we're going to feel some type of way. That doesn't mean that the woman is coming on strong or want to run off into the sunset with you. It just means like, damn, nigga, like, <laughs> I don't know. But to me, it sounds like this guy has a relationship and I just decided from here on out. And I was talking to my friend and she like, you have to put this shit on TikTok. Like TikTok needs to hear about these fuck niggas and the shit they do. And that's what I'm about to do. I'm about to just put all you niggas on TikTok. Not if you're going to be telling eight minute story about nothing. And her comments said enough for herself. Like he gave her a million red flags. She would not acknowledge any of them. For him. Keon and Avis decide to live together six months after they meet. Six months is not, to me, is not enough time for you to know what you need to know about a young man. It was such a sudden move, it kind of sparked a nerve, like, y'all only been knowing each other for six months. That's not enough time to say, I'm in love with you, I want to move in with you. I did ask Avis if she was ready to move, and Avis told me yes. And I was like, well, if you're okay with it, then I'm okay with it. Keon being Keon, he was always a person that wanted the best. So they moved in a new house, and we looked at it, and we told him we liked it, and he was proud of both of them. He proved to us that he was a good provider. We were happy for him. Avis has some exciting news for her family a few months later. Avis called, and um, I heard my mom on the phone saying, Really? Are you for real? And I was like, What y'all talking about? She was like, Your sister got something to tell you. And I get on the phone and she was like, I gotta tell you something. And I was like, what is it? She said, I'm pregnant. I was like, are you serious? I was super excited because this would be my first niece or nephew. I was ready to start buying different things, decorating a nursery, picking out names before we even knew what she was having. November 2006. Avis and Keon traveled to Latanya's house in Houston to spend Thanksgiving with the whole family. Thanksgiving was very special that particular year, um, and it was just like old times. We were all back together. 
We were so hungry. We looked at the food. It was laid out so pretty. Go around, get the food, put it on your plate and stuff, and go sit down and eat. We were so happy to be there for the family and everybody. So obviously it was it's part two of this, but I'm just going to read it to y'all because number one, I did not get the whole thing, but let's see. Yeah, so this is what happened. Her name was Avis Banks. She was a mother of four. And she was um, killed. This is what happened in Mississippi. She was five months pregnant when she was shot and stabbed multiple times in the garage of her Ridgeland, Mississippi home. She shared with her fiance, Keon Pittman, in November 2006. The living couple were supposed to get married the following February. Authorities believe the mother-to-be was attacked after returning home from work at a daycare center. The ensuing investigation painted a particularly disturbing picture once news of the Pittman's affair with his co colleague at a local school surface. He was cheating on the victim with a teacher who wished to have him also herself. The murder weapons link Hughes to the crime. She was then convicted of two counts of capital murder. On the night of November 29, 2006, Avis was found murdered in her garage by her fiancé, where it stated that she was found in a pool of blood and was shot four times in her leg, head, and chest. The 27-year-old was also stabbed in the face, neck, and her throat was slit open. Authorities believe she was ambushed in the garage in the evening hours after returning from work at her daycare center. Moreover, the house appeared to have been ransacked in an attempt to stage a crime scene. A shoe print was found in one of the glass doors, which was later used to find the killer. Um, while the investigation about her murder, authorities initially suspected her fiancé and the father of her unborn child, Keon Pittman, who worked as a basketball coach at a local middle school. They questioned his colleagues and eventually learned of his affair with a language arts teacher named Carla Hughes. The two allegedly exchanged notes via their students at school and met Hughes at, at Hughes' house. They even went out of town for trips together. He was then admitted to the fair, which started in August of that same year, a month after him, and found out about his fiance's pregnancy. The basketball coach later claimed that it was absolutely sexual on his end, but he was allegedly often referred to him as her future husband. Uh, Carla Hughes was initially not connected to the murder until her cousin informed authorities that she had borrowed his knife and a 38 revolver from him. For safety reasons, just before the murder, the victim was shot with the same gun, according to ballistics. According to detectives, Hughes killed Avis on November 29th between the hours of 5.50 a.m., 5.50 p.m. and 6 p.m. Respire claims that she was at home during the time cell phone records showed that she was near the crime scene. Additionally, a shoe print discovered at the house that's a shoe found in her house. The shoe even had Banks' blood on them. He stood trial in October 2009 when a jury found her guilty of two counts of capital murder from the stands of Banks and her unborn child. Prosecutors alleged she murdered the pregnant woman to be with Keon. Her defense, however, tried to pin and blame Pittman, painting him as a womanizer. She was eventually handed two, two consecutive life sentences.
So I'm assuming he didn't get no time. It's terrible and sick. Crap. So here's the story of when my mom got picked up by a serial killer. So it's the late 70s. My mom was like in her mid-20s. She was about four or five months pregnant at this time. She's living in New Mexico and she's driving by herself from Albuquerque to Las Cruces to visit her family. It's a three-hour drive straight shot through the desert. About halfway there, her car breaks down. This is the 70s. She didn't have a cell phone. There was no OnStar. There was no way to call a tow truck. All you could do is just stand on the side of the road and hope somebody stops for you. So she's standing there for like 15 minutes, then finally a truck pulls over and this man asks if she needs any help. He tells her he's a mechanic, he checks out her car, he's like, oh, you need this, this, and this. I actually have a shop a few miles away. If you want a ride, I can get you there. So she hops in his truck and off they go. Five minutes into this drive, he looks over at her and says, I am so happy that you're not like one of those women who don't wear a bra. Cause if you weren't wearing a bra, I probably wouldn't have stopped for you. Obvious red flag, she doesn't respond to that. So then he asks her, where are you headed to? Where are you going? And she tells him, I'm going to visit my family. They're expecting me there. So when I get to your shop, I need to call them. And then just silence for the rest of the ride. They finally get to his shop. She calls her mom and brother. She's on the phone with them and's like, hey, my car broke down. I'm in TRC. I'm with this guy, he picked me up. He's a mechanic, he has a shop. He has all the parts that I need. I just need someone to come get me. Her brother's like, yeah, we'll leave here right now. But first, can you hand me the phone to the Good Samaritan who picked you up? Hands in the phone and her brother tells this guy, thank you so much for picking up my sister. But just so you know, she is pregnant and we are leaving the house right now. We'll be there in an hour. Guy's like, okay, see you then. Hangs up the phone. He turns back to my mom and goes, you're pregnant? And she's like, yeah, I'm pregnant. He goes, oh. Like actually sounding disappointed, like, oh. And then they just sit in silence for the rest of the time before her family comes to pick her up. Now, fast forward about 20 years. My mom's watching the news as one does. And she sees a report about a man that they're calling the toy box killer. They show his picture and it's the fucking guy who picked her up on the side of the road 20 years prior. Then all of the pieces start to connect. Her car broke down in the exact vicinity where he was doing all of his kidnappings. And if she didn't mention the fact that her family was expecting her, and if her brother didn't mention the fact that she was pregnant, she was probably gonna be one of his victims. Like that that's probably what was gonna happen. So obviously I had to do a deep dive into the toy box killer. Go to part two. Oh, the 70s. I survived, but I was only like three. Listen, <laughs> you guys, that was interesting. We'll be back tomorrow. I have plenty of stories and could have kept going, but you know how it is. I have to save some for tomorrow. Is it in yet? We'll be back tomorrow. You guys have a blessed and amazing day.